Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Common Sense American. And this week, I think it's obvious what we have to talk about because it just happened uh, yesterday. It's the FBI raid on Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. And everyone's talking about it and everyone, well, again, it's predictable. Democrats are defending it and saying there's nothing wrong with it. And in fact, we've seen a few people on the Democrat side say that the Republican response is, quote, disgusting in that, um, you know, they're just furious about the whole thing. Um, and, uh, first the Biden administration claims to have no, uh, had no knowledge of this at all. Whereas now we're hearing a few reports from insiders, uh, familiar with the matter who are saying it's very likely that they were at least briefed on this operation before, uh, before it happened. Now, does that mean that Biden himself knew or that, uh, part, just certain people at the White House knew? Well, one thing we can be pretty sure of is that some members of government certainly knew it was going to happen. And, uh, we don't yet know enough about, uh, really the reasons behind the raid, which is a big problem. Um, and we also don't, certainly don't know about what they found, uh, if anything, just yet. However, Given that, and you wouldn't think there isn't that much to talk about, because again, we don't have a ton of details here, and I don't like to uh, pass judgment and make declarations based on limited information. However, the timing of this is, well, suspect to say the least. Uh, why now would be a big question. Why did this, uh, you know, it, it, is it more related to the January 6th thing or or not? And if it is... Um, is it simply a reaction to the failed uh, January 6th committee fiasco? It's just a giant clown show that did nothing. It was, of course, from the start, simply designed to distract America from the serious problems that we have here at home. Um, and it really didn't do anything. It didn't help Biden's approval rating, and it certainly didn't bring down Trump's uh, popularity. So that would, did nothing. Um, it... it as many uh, GOP leaders had said from the start, um, it, it, it was a distraction. It was a waste of people's time and, and taxpayer dollars. And it wasn't going to result in anything because it wasn't much there. It wasn't much to talk about. Uh, the Democrats scream about insurrection. Um, and there's, <laughs> if you really look at the actual facts behind it and see that there are still people sitting in jail from that who had done nothing. Um, and then you hear people like Vice President Kamala Harris say things like, we need to fight it in the streets, take it to the streets, uh, all this, and, and uh, AOC and people like that uh, going and protesting and fake being arrested. Um, these, however, of course, are only considered peaceful things and not insurrection, um, whereas they're calling for it seemingly with every passing day and warning everybody that if they lose... Uh, democracy itself is, of course, in jeopardy, is what they always say, and we say the exact same thing. The Democrats are in charge is what's going to happen. Um, the authoritarian approach of this administration is becoming increasingly evident. That's really the key here. The FBI raid isn't, well, it's it's nothing new in terms of the FBI does conduct raids and on high-profile individuals. Uh, it certainly happens. The timing of it, however, the unprecedented nature of it, the fact that the man is a former uh, U.S. president, and the fact that it's very likely that he was going to announce his uh, 2024 candidacy either just before or just after the midterms, which are coming up fast, um, it makes it sort of a logical conclusion 
that this raid was conducted in order to uh, preemptively just stop the whole thing. And a lot of people are now saying, well, you see what the lengths that these people will go to to stop him from running. And this leads me to the, the, the crux of everything uh, about uh, Trump and why he should not run in 2024. And I know I've said this before, and I know people get on me about it, but I'm going to say it again, and I'll give you more reasons why. But first, the authoritarian nature of this administration. Uh, you will notice that it's everywhere, that reporters don't even get answers to their questions, and most questions go unanswered or unaddressed. The completely pathetic press secretary knows nothing and doesn't make any pretense of of knowing anything. She she offers reporters nothing um, because she's not qualified to do her job. We all know why she's there. And reporters, uh, especially in the past three or four months, have become increasingly uh, concerned with the fact that this president isn't answering anything. Um, the administration as a whole isn't answering anything. They, they, when you have an authoritarian regime, they simply will go up there, give you their comments, pass little edicts and a lot of, obviously, uh, executive actions and leave. There's nothing to say. You don't fight back against it. And if you say anything against it, there's something wrong with you and you need to be silenced. That's the direction this is going. When you throw the FBI raid on top of this, it really does start to feel like a banana republic. Dr. Ben Carson was quoted as saying, this is less like Washington and Lincoln and much more like Mao and Castro. And that is a fact. These things simply just don't happen in the United States, or perhaps they shouldn't, is maybe the better way to say that. And we're finding now, everyone's saying, well, this is just, now we heard one source say that this has made up Donald's mind for him. Maybe he was, he probably already did, but now he's He's definitely made up, and he, he probably will announce a run uh, very soon, uh, even before the midterms, which I think is a mistake. Um, but but that we, we've got that going, and um, I just did a podcast about why I think DeSantis is a better option uh, for several reasons. But this raid, and you would think that the raid would make me uh, uh, rethink that and say, okay, look, you know what? Trump is the best man for this job because you're hearing now that people are saying this is just um, strengthened Trump's supporters. It has they've rallied to his defense. Um, more and more are jumping on board. They even moderates who were not exactly Trump fanatics to begin with see this as a very dangerous precedent and something that should not have happened. And uh, evidence that the installed regime is absolutely going to go to any lengths and use everything at their disposal, uh, FBI included, to maintain power. Because up to this point, Trump was, has been leading all the GOP uh, presidential 24, 2024 nomination polls by a landslide. He has been all across the country. And Democrats have been admittedly terrified of this. If they, if they don't admit it, they're lying. Um, and well, okay, all of a sudden we have this FBI raid, we have the January 6th hearings. Every step that this administration and that Democrat leaders and the government has been has taken in 2022 could be viewed as a direct reply to Trump's likelihood of running again. This isn't about pursuing justice, this is about stopping him. Because they know he has an immense amount of power. And they know the other thing is that the hypothetical polls out there pitting him against Biden again all show him winning by a significant margin. 
So they can't have that. They don't want that. They would risk, rather risk DeSantis or anybody else. Um, and so in that way, you could easily argue that, yeah, Trump's the best man for the job. All the polls indicated the statistics show that he would win and win easily. Um, the statistics, uh, and, and it also backs this up, that if the polls are this uh, clear right now, and let's say they remained this clear up to the point of the 2024 election, and then Trump goes and loses, that lends more credence to the stolen claim, the election stolen claim from 2020, the election integrity concerns, because if you have all these polls saying this right up to the point of that election and he loses, which would sort of say that either all the polls were wrong by a lot or something fishy happening during that election, something else Democrats don't want to risk, especially if they really have been fudging with things on the election side, If why would they be worried otherwise, you know? So... There, like I said, you have. I'm not saying there aren't arguments for him. What I'm saying is, in in another way, we have to consider that this proves that he absolutely should not run. The country is being torn apart at the seams. Uh, we all see it. Doesn't really matter what side you're on. People are becoming increasingly crazy. Uh, just lunatics. There, there. Every side is getting more and more extreme. As an independent. Um, although obviously a right-leaning independent or, or a libertarian-leaning independent, I do tend to side with Republicans and conservatives, and I always have, but all the more so now because the other side has gone so far off the deep end and I'm hardly the only one. So when the sides become this polarized, uh, extremism is a natural result because people just can't stand the other side and hence become even more extreme in their in their beliefs so in order to pull us back from the brink of this divisiveness and I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Trump uh, look I'm not, I don't want to say that Trump is a divisive force in and of himself but in some ways he can be argued to be that um, there are people the most extreme right-wingers in the country invariably favor Trump. That bothers me a little. I don't like extremes on either side. I certainly can't handle the left extreme because that's just, that's Sodom and Gomorrah and insanity uh, just all over the place. But I also really can't handle extreme extremes on the right side either because that's just well, it's not equally insane, but it's not a good idea. This is a civilization. We're, we're trying to maintain a civilization, not just a country. And if we're going to see any sort of unification at all, ever, in the future, it's probably not a good idea to keep putting lightning rods in positions of power. And Trump is the lightning rod. I'm not saying I wouldn't want him there. I, say, I still want to say this more. I'm saying I'd certainly rather have Trump there than, than Biden or any other Democrat. But... His age is an issue. That's a, that's, a, that's a separate topic, but it is an issue. Uh, I'm not saying he's demented. I'm not saying there's something wrong with him right now. What I'm saying is at that age, where he's going to be, things go downhill awfully quickly, and he has never been in very good physical condition. Um, Biden is in better physical condition, not mental, but better physically. 
Um, it just, just how his body, I mean, he's obviously elderly and has problems and it's clear, but he's thinner and he probably has a better heart and he's, he's probably okay in that regard. Whereas Trump is not taking too seriously his health and he probably should be. Although recent pictures makes me think he's lost a little bit of weight. Maybe he's doing a little better on that. But anyway, I'm getting off the track. The, the, the point is when you have someone like Trump, look, we've seen, we're seeing now, right? If you do believe that these are all reactions to him running again, and this is all attempts to stop him, can you really imagine what it would be like during the election? Or, you know, leading up to it, like the campaign trail for him? It will be, it'll be very dark. Um, I, there will be once, obviously, Trump supporters will be yay, rah, rah, and here we go, and we're happy he's here, and he's going to win, and all that. The other side has shown that they have no boundaries, that they are, there is no line that they are not willing to cross to stop this man. On the one hand, it's good because it shows who they really are, which is just a big party of thugs, and they have been for some time. However, they remain in control, at least for now. The four pillars of power, the media, entertainment, government, and education, have full control right now, and they're all going one direction. To say you can beat this by putting a man in there who they roundly hate and, and can use all of their prodigious influence, power, money to stop will only tear this nation apart farther. And even if he does win by the time he gets in, and when he does get in, God forbid what the less reaction is going to be. You thought it was bad in 2016. Wait until you see it. In 2024, if he wins again, yes, it will show who they really are. But we, we already know that. We don't need more violence. We don't need more proof that they are the party of thugs and the party of authoritarian do what I say or else. We know that. We can see that in, their, in, in every step they take. We can see that in their woke movement. You will accept this or you will be crushed on all sides and be uh, branded a social pariah because you don't agree with us has nothing to do with disagreement anymore. It's right and wrong. And they are going to push that at all levels from the time a, a human being is born in this society. That is very difficult to fight. The only way you fight that is if you scrabble back some control from one or multiple uh, parts of these pillars of power. Getting Trump in office is a step, but you still have a huge amount of influence pushing back against him and all of us. And wouldn't it be healthier. And in a way, wouldn't it also be more gratifying to have someone like a DeSantis get in there and take them all down? Because he is a man, he's a certainly a much younger man, obviously, but also uh, a staunch uh, conservative who, who believes in, in, in the correct values for this country and any country and believes in things like discipline and ethics and morality. Um, and it's much more difficult for the opposition to go after that man without looking like thugs. It's hard to do. They can attack his policy all they want, but they can't attack much of much else. And if they do, and they're guaranteed to do it because these people are all basically thug children, it will more greatly expose that fact. Because going after Trump is no difficult thing to do. He does have a bit of a, a iffy history. They, you can dredge up all kinds of stuff to throw at him. They've got everything. They've got lots of ammunition for him. And a lot of people, 
especially even moderates, would agree with some of those attacks and don't like them and would say, yeah, you know, you got a point there and I think this man shouldn't be president and all that. It's very difficult to do with somebody like DeSantis. He doesn't have a lot of skeletons in his closet. And the only way Democrats know how to fight is they only know how to fight dirty because they don't actually have a policy. They don't actually have ideas. All they do is browbeat you into submission. And that will be difficult to do because it's hard to personally attack this man, which is, again, all Democrats know how to do. That's proven over and over and over again. It's all they know how to do. Push their woke crap. If you don't like it, you're just an idiot. And they're going to treat you like one. So to do that with Trump is easy. Because he sort of set himself up for that in the past. To do that with somebody like DeSantis is much more difficult. And there's less, much less of an excuse for it. There's no justification for, for uh, maligning that man in that way. And that will cast even more doubt onto a voter's mind as to whether or not Democrats really should be in power at all. Or let these people be in control of anything. Because look what they're doing and how they're approaching this. And if Democrats have any shred of any brain left, they will understand this. And they will have to do a clean campaign. And they will not be able to go after DeSantis in anywhere near the way they would go after Trump. So you'd end up with an overall uh, cleaner, healthier uh, election race. One of which Democrats still probably can't win, or at least I hope not. But the end result and the, the, the paving the road up to it is less divisive in nature. I wouldn't say unifying because no election is unifying. It's one side against the other. But at least it's not tearing people more apart. It's not, it's not as divisive. And I know this is coming across, obviously, as me saying, well, Trump is, is a problem for the unification of the country. Well, he kind of is. Because of the other side being completely unreceptive to anything that he might do. I mean, that he could cure all cancer tomorrow and they'd still hate him. He could, you know, cure world hunger, they'd still hate him. He could do, he could do all of these amazing things, it won't matter. They acknowledge none of, of his achievements. Uh, as president, they acknowledge uh, none of his remarks that he has made, some of which have been very good uh, as president uh, before and after. Um, they, they will not acknowledge any of it. They'll completely ignore it. And they will simply focus on anything that is that they deem bad. And it's not hard to do because they have lots of ammunition. So... On top of which, you know, you put him in, in the White House. And, uh, you know, let's face it, Trump has a quite a big ego. And um, that's why DeSantis Trump probably wouldn't happen because Trump wants to be the man man. He doesn't he doesn't want to be second fiddle, although that is the best way to do this, I think. Definitely DeSantis Trump, not Trump DeSantis. That is the proper way to do this. Um, I think you'll still maintain retain most, uh, if not all, most of Trump supporters. And you will gain all those moderates who are sort of on the fence. And if Trump runs, they sort of jump off because they don't like him. They think he's, like me, they think he's too much of a lightning rod and too much of a polarizing figure and perhaps a divisive figure. And they don't want to risk it. They don't want to see the country go further down that path. It's not just a matter of what he can do uh, good for the country. It's also a matter of who he is and how the other side reacts to him. And what they're willing to do. And we, do we really want to see it? Do we really want to watch it? Yeah, it's proof that the left is this insane and this nasty and, and, and this ty- tyrannical. I, I, yeah. But we don't, I don't think we really need more proof of that. 
What we need is pulling back from the, from the edge of the cliff here. And you don't do that with Trump. You know, you do it with someone like DeSantis or, or, or Noah. You do it with somebody else. This is becoming really kind of frightening. And after this whole FBI raid thing, you know, the, the Trump supporters are really going to town on this. And I don't blame them. Um, they certainly have every reason to be, to be furious, as does Trump. Um, unless we, you know, the FBI is going to have to come up with something big on this. They better drop a bombshell that says, look what we found and uh, this, this justifies us and all that. I have a feeling they're not going to be able to. Um, and if they don't, you know, it just puts Democrats in an even worse position. It puts his administration in a worse position. And it, and it clarifies the situation for many Americans who believe that there's too much tyranny and authoritarianism going on in Washington. And that they are willing to, you know, they're, they're clamping down with the FBI. There are 87,000 IRS agents. Their, their big brother is swelling to very concerning proportions and acting as such. And that is a problem. And that is scaring people. So in all right, let's ride that. It doesn't mean that Trump has to run. Let's just keep riding. They'll just keep shooting themselves in the foot. Trust me. That party is self-destructive because every single one of their policies is self-destructive. They don't believe in progress. They believe in regression. And that's what I've said from the start. It's always been that way. They pass it off as progressivism, but it never was. And they've been backwards on that from the start. So focus on that. Hinge on it. Use it. They're good. And accept that they're just going to collapse and crumble because they, when you believe in nothing and you tell everybody that every single thing that they do is okay and that everybody just needs a pat on the head and that, the, and that there's no such thing as merit, there's no such thing as personal achievement or accomplishment, and that the only thing that matters is the color of your skin and, and you know, what you identify as, which is the exact form of discrimination, but again, backwards all the way across the board, once, they, once that all starts to fall apart because it's not a sustainable ideology, like I said in my last podcast, they have no ideology. There's nothing at the core of this, nothing. There's nothing there. If you dive down there, it's just blackness and void. Zero. They got nothing. The party of nihilists. There's nothing there. So let that happen. You know, let it happen. They're just going to collapse and crumble and, and fall over because it's not sustainable. And all we need is a decent person on the other side exposing this at every turn, reminding us that that's what that party is, and pushing forward in the correct direction. And DeSantis can do that. Trump would... Is it, you know, it's more like taking a. It's like taking an axe to open a, a, a letter, you know. You don't need such a heavy tool. And and the the state of the, the country is is concerning, and, and you don't want to be part of it if it gets darker. It's already it's already getting pretty tough to deal with out there. Um, I, I just don't think that the best way to do this is to put the one man they hate more than anybody in front of them again. It's just going to make everybody more nuts. And that's the last thing we need. It's not a condemnation of Trump's policies. I like them. It's not a condemnation of, of how he would run the country. I think he did a fine job last time. It's not that. It's just the situation. If the situation called for him in 2016. I agreed with that. It doesn't call for him now. I think it's very different. I think it's a very um, tenuous situation that we're in. It's, it's you got to handle this with kid gloves or there will be a civil war. And Trump is not kid gloves. 
let's face it. So that's just what I wanted to say for today. Anyway, we're going to need to know more about this FBI raid. We're going to need to see what they come up with. And if they really come up with nothing, and they can't very well justify the reason they went in there, and it's kind of murky, that's going to really hurt. It's going to hurt Democrats in the midterms. It's going to hurt them going down the road. They need something from this, so you better, they better hope. Because if they don't, this was a colossal misstep. That's it for me. Appreciate you listening as always. Um, feel free to share this with friends and family. Anybody who thinks they, or even liberals who thinks, uh, you know, if you got some Democrat friends there who need an eye opener, um, it's not going to change their mind. Nothing I say will. I've learned that. But just for fun, you could send it to them. So anyway, that's it for me. I hope you have a good next week, and I will see you again next time. Thank you.